honestly. guitar it just blends into our high-pitched screaming oh my god remember guitar hero oh i can't forget i was so garbage at that game that was i felt so invincible i was like yeah let's play on medium you can't even handle me i couldn't handle easy okay like like you've played with me before like you've seen me play guitar hero inept at it truly inept once we get to like the hard levels I don't understand. Like, my pinky simply cannot stretch that far. No. It can't do it. I'm not that powerful. Like I said, I was I was not even able to master the easy <laughs> level, okay? like I believe in you, though. You had that, the strum down. <laughs> that was got the, that only, every time. the only thing I could do. And the little bar the when you go, strum. I love when you just get to hold it down. I'm like, yeah. that I can do. Oh, my God. Oh. That was Sponsored so challenging. By. Oh my god, if only do they still make Guitar Hero? Like, is that I game still actively so. being produced? That's I unfortunate. I think so. Those were fun games, like rock band and everything. Yeah. I just like that was like really an unfortunate time because it was like they were so popular and I was like, I cannot play these. <laughs> but it was like so many of my friends had them in like elementary school, or, like going into high school. Yeah. And so it's like whenever you went over to somebody's house, they were always like, Oh, do you want to play like rock band or like guitar hero? I'm like no (laughs) that is my worst nightmare (laughs) the only reason I like got into playing that game was friend of the pod Mora had her 16th birthday at -hmm. this like little restaurant Mm -hmm. and I was the only friend there who wasn't from their school Mm. so I was like very like awkward just like sitting there but they had guitar hero and I was like yeah I will just play that and ignore (laughs) everyone else and then I, I shown my talents. <laughs> Incredible. Um, speaking of talents, uh, welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Honestly. <laughs> a podcast, not With, about Guitar Hero. Not a good Guitar Hero, but it is hosted by Zoe and Logan. That was Logan. And that was Zoe. Wow. <laughs> Love doing wow. just like a quick riff right off the top about Guitar <laughs> Hero. We have to get into it. <laughs> An extremely dated video game. Um, incredible, incredible. Um, how how are you doing? Would you say I'm fantastic? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to elaborate on why you're fantastic? We're very excited because we get to announce for you guys today that we are now part of a podcast network, Frolic Podcast Network, to be specific. How exciting! I I feel like okay I feel like we got, just need to walk you guys through the goings on of the past couple of weeks because yeah. it's been a wild ride and we can't get into all of it but like we can get into like the good stuff which Some is like the podcast and the frolic of it all so two weeks ago <laughs> we're just minding our own business 
and I get a text message from Zoe and for whatever reason I like checked my phone I was like in the middle of like watching a movie and eating dinner and so like normally I wouldn't have but for whatever reason I was like I have a sense important (laughs) I was like I have a sense that I need to check this like text message and so I looked and Zoe was like did you see the email that we just got like in the podcast like inbox and I was like no (laughs) no (laughs) so I went to go look and we had a lovely email from a lovely woman named Samantha who works for Frolic Podcast Network and she was basically reaching out being like we've found your pod we think you'd be a good fit like are you currently part of a podcast network slash would you want to join Frolic let's set up a call let's set up a call and so like my first reaction and my first text is always like is this legitimate <laughs> because also let's discuss the fact that it was april fools it was very much it was april, april first and it was also coincidentally the day after we had recorded an episode being like if anybody wants to like sponsor us or like we were just like joking and like basically being like anybody want to help us take this to the next level yeah <laughs> Like that episode wasn't even out yet. Like it, we got oh. the email the day after we had recorded that, but the podcast episode didn't come out till the next day. So it was just like very weird timing. Yeah, and like we got a lot of spam emails. So I was like, there's no <laughs> Boy, way this is we? real. Logan and I, as a podcast, uh, first name the Hannes, <laughs> we we get tons of emails about our home loans. <laughs> so many it's constant a constant stream so it's like these home loan people have advanced and now we're trying to hurt us emotionally (laughs) so it was just like it was so crazy and I was like this can't be real but then like after a cursory look we're like oh no this is real like this is a real person this is a real company and they are like reaching out to us legitimate that is insane Mm -hmm. um so we obviously responded and we were like, yes, we're interested. Like, please tell us more. Um, we had a call with them last week um, to like chat further about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, yeah, we like signed a contract. <laughs> we are now con- contractually like obligated <laughs> to be a part of this network, which is, which so, is so cool. Exciting. Um, and yeah, they like officially like, I don't know introduced us on like their twitter page mm-hmm. or on their twitter account today we're on the website we're on the website <laughs> it's very cool um it's been it's been a roller coaster a of a couple coaster. of weeks do you want me to read a quick blurb from their website about the network kind of absolutely there? Go let me for get it. into that okay yeah. so the frolic podcast network is a podcast community made up of your favorite voices in all of romance landia and beyond if you're into romance fiction of any flavor they have shows for you the book club style discussions comedy fan culture stuff there's a podcast about shipping which is like, very important note. they also this is a side note but something that is like very very interesting to me personally they have a podcast called i think it's called girls like us and it's these girls who like they're <laughs> I think they started reading like the clique books, which were like yes. a very big part of culture to me yeah, as a tween. Yeah. But I think they read other like YA novels now too. But I'm just like, I love that. The clique novels were incredibly important to me. <laughs> so like a lot of podcasts about like rom-com, mm-hmm. romance, rom-com, fiction. fangirl culture, 
very our brand very important to us spiritually <laughs> everything we love also shout out to boobies and newbies yes! um, hosted by kelly they were on our 12 days of podmas this past year yes. um so that was kind of fun to see a familiar face on the roster um but yeah, if you want to find new shows to add to your podcast subscriptions, you can go to frolic.media forward slash podcast. Check and it out. And you'll see us right there. We're you'll right there. there. And check out all the other offerings that they have. It's very exciting. As you can tell, we're both um, over the moon to yeah. be a part of this. <laughs> it's super exciting. It just feels very like we do this for fun, but it's mm-hmm. also like working in like nine to five spaces mm-hmm. <laughs> um it's just like I don't feel like we're people who feel like we have to be like passionate about like where you work nine to five mm-hmm. per se you just like you can find your passions elsewhere and it just feels like very validating that's something that we do for fun and that we're passionate about is like being recognized as something you know legitimate so yeah. that's very fun I like you and I kind of already had this conversation but it's just really cool because like at the beginning of this year like back in January like obviously the pandemic has like taken a toll on like our collective mental health like I think like everybody feels that um so like that was not we weren't in a good space because of that because of personal reasons because of like nine to five job reasons like we I think we were both just very much like looking for an outlet and I remember like Zoe and I having a conversation and being like maybe we should put more time and effort into the podcast and really just like I don't like take like not take it more seriously like it's not like it's ever been like a joke to us per se am I a joke to you the podcast am I a joke to you but like we both kind (laughs) of were like I don't know like maybe let's put some more time in this like maybe let's try to level up (laughs) level up you know like the glow up is real and so it's just like really cool that four months later we're now a part of a network something that felt like really impossible yeah like Uh, obviously we joke about that all the time being like oh my god sponsor us oh my god we're gonna be (laughs) part of this but like we did it things we did that yeah (laughs) so I don't know shout out to anybody who listens if you've listened from the beginning or if you're just tuning in now um it like it means genuinely so much to us (laughs) we're Um, we couldn't be more thrilled that you're here listening to us talk so I don't know new era loading (laughs) flop era (laughs) honestly is not in its flop era (laughs) has there been any content that you've been watching, there's listening been a, to? There's been a little bit of tent. <laughs> little tent? <laughs> little tent. Slinging? Little tent um, to sling. I think the only thing that I have to report is that I finally finished watching The Great on Amazon Prime, uh, which was fantastic. Um, it's only one season so far, so I really managed to like stretch it out for a while. It was only 10 episodes, <laughs> yeah. but I was like, no, I want to savor this. Um, it's so good. Elle Fanning, the fact that she's 22, like, makes me sick. Like, it makes me, like, viscerally angry. I just, like, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, people are very talented. And And that's great for them. It's so funny because it's, like, in the show, like, she's playing somebody with a British accent. It took me, like, two or three episodes in before I remembered that she's American. (laughs) 
<laughs> like I just like was watching it and like she's like acting with all these other like British people and I was just like yeah no for sure and then like like I said a couple episodes in I was like oh n- wait a minute <laughs> that's like Gillian Anderson in uh sex education anytime she talks I'm like oh right right you're not you're not you don't have an accent like that it's incredible I think it's so rare for an American to be able to do a convincing British accent I feel like Brits can do it so easily they can just like become American like that and they're like no problem but it's rare to find an American actor who can like do a convincing accent and anyway the great is fantastic it's a great show (laughs) it's great is it great it's great and i would definitely recommend it Elle fanning is fantastic also nicholas holt (laughs) is just (laughs) so hysterical in it it's like i don't know it's one of those shows where it's just like i will be like hysterically laughing one minute and then just like sobbing because of something devastating the next which i think is very impressive (laughs) i love that so I'm sad that it's over. I will be waiting um, not so patiently for season two. <laughs> so if they could hurry up and get that going, that would be great. How many episodes was it? Did you Ten. say? Ten. And it was okay. over too soon. I was literally, I was like watching like one episode per day. I was like, I'm not, I I'm can't. not going to binge this. <laughs> oh, but it's so hard. It was very hard. And I like kind of want to go back and rewatch it. But hey, there's only 10. Now you can binge it. Exactly. So anyway, loved that. I know it came out like last year, so I'm sure a lot of people have already seen it. But if you haven't, if you're like me and you're a little bit slow to the <laughs> uh, to the jump or whatever, go check it out. It's on Amazon Prime in Canada and I don't know, Hulu in the States, maybe? I don't Why know. Why don't we have Hulu? I don't know. They replied to our tweet, though. So. They did. Hulu? <laughs> Let's have words. <laughs> Hulu hit us up. We want We want to chat bring hulu to canada um what about you content um the only thing (laughs) i think you can tell like mentally where i am (laughs) um by literally the only thing that i've been listening to not beetlejuice it's not beetlejuice Mm -hmm. before we get it it's not beetlejuice but it is shaggy's (laughs) hot shot album (laughs) that's all i've been listening to for the past like two weeks Okay, to be fair, like, important. after I saw you on the weekend and you mentioned listening to it, I was listening to it, like, the following night. I was like, this album does it slap. slaps, <laughs> and it will forever slap. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's just very important to me. <laughs> and I just want you to have, like, the vision of, like, that album is what I would listen to constantly as a child. Mm-hmm. Like, in the car, like, bump this and just... Have I ever turn told up you... Turn up freaky <laughs> Have I ever told you this story about I loved Shaggy when I was a child, yeah. as so many of us did. Um, and I loved It Wasn't Me. Like, that was one yes. of my favorite songs. And, of course, like, as a six- or seven-year-old child, you have very little concept of what yes. that song is actually about. It's just, like, it's a jam. And I remember my – I was with my dad and my stepmom, and I think we were visiting my my dad's parents, my grandparents, and we had my grandma in the car – and I remember being like, can we listen to Shaggy? Yeah. And my, I can't remember if it was my stepmom or my dad, but they were like, no, no, we will not be listening to that with your like 80 plus year old grandmother in the car. But she caught me on the counter. 
wasn't and like me. I like at the time I was like I don't understand why we can't yeah. listen to it like I just like I remember they were like no like we're not gonna listen to that right now okay <laughs> but right I, but I was like why it's a good song <laughs> I know there's so many instances of that where I was just like oh I wasn't allowed to like play this in the car <laughs> and then I was like but why and then you go back and you're like oh yeah that's why that's it's, why it's always like alarming to listen to songs from when you were a child and know that you're like I was just singing along with this so not, blithely not unaware <laughs> not a care in the world I love that it was like um the the other day like on my Instagram memories or whatever um remember like last year everybody was doing like the song challenge in like April of last year yes and the prompt for the day was like a song that you listened to like when you were a preteen or in elementary school or something and the song that I picked was on the hotline by pretty Ricky yes and I just like truly a song I had no business listening to when I was 12 years old just like <laughs> singing the words just like <laughs> and I loved that song so much and it's like it's something I listen to now and it's like it it slaps don't get me wrong but it's like just little 12 year old logan like absolutely bopping to on the hotline by pretty ricky hold on i'm just there's a song on on shaggy's hot shot album hold on i think it's (laughs) called not fair but let me Mm. i'll recite to you (laughs) um the lyrics if Mm. i can find them because just like again a six seven year old Mm -hmm. This is the first line of the song. Boy, what have you done for me? It's a woman singing this. Okay. I've been going down on you. You're not going down on me. <laughs> Girl, that's just how rude boys play. Mm-hmm. Just me, six years old, in the car. Damn boy, that. you won't give me head. <laughs> like, that's... What were we doing? No, I know. No it's business. so funny. <laughs> It's so funny. I guess that's, like, the good thing. Like, I'm thinking about, like, oh, like, if I were to have kids, like, would I be concerned with them listening to songs like that? But I guess that's the thing. It's, like, they don't understand it. So it's, like, whatever. You know, they don't know what any of that means. (laughs) I knew some. We both know someone who went to high school with us, too. But her parents would not let her listen to My Humps. Which was, like, a very important part of our culture as is, children. Yeah, very important part of culture. And she was culture. not allowed to listen to it. That's, um, I just feel like at a certain point, like, my hump, like, that album, that Black Eyed Peas album came out in, like, later elementary school. Like, we were definitely, like, yeah, 11 or 12, We were old enough to get implications of what was happening. You know, and I just feel like at a certain point... Like, are you doing your child favors by not letting them listen to that? Or are you just kind of, like, ostracizing them from their peers? Right? It's like, <laughs> oh, we we have to, like, take our MP3 player somewhere else because she's you know. here. She can't hear my humps. Like, it was kind of like, did you ever have, like, kids in your school who, like, weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons yes, or something like that? Yes, her also. <laughs> that sounds about right. Where it's just, like... I don't know like for me I like I just I watched The Simpsons from a young age it was my like one of my dad's favorite shows and so it was something I grew up watching yeah and again like when you're younger you don't necessarily get like the like adult humor that's in it you're just like no cartoon fun um but it's just like yeah at a certain point you like start to clue into things but I just feel like that was such a big part like literally of the culture around that time so it's like to be that kid that's like oh no my parents don't let me watch it it's just like okay well okay well (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna watch it you know I just feel like 
that kind of sucks because then like you don't get to be a part of those conversations and you're kind of like left out because you're like oh I can't like watch the Simpsons or listen to Black Eyed Peas (laughs) so and I remember so vividly like at all our like school dances that we had Mm. there was like uproar from parents always being like these songs can't be played and it was always such a big deal meanwhile again just shaggy just any literally any dance hall song (laughs) they allowed in our in our little elementary school dances i love that they're like me a white principal can't understand what's being said so we'll just play that no it's very bad it's like they had no issue with like shaggy or like sean paul because they're just like we don't know what they're saying (laughs) so so it it can't be be bad bad. and then like little zoe who knows all the words to these songs is just like "Eh." (laughs) just like turn it up on the dance floor (laughs) literally let's go back if you can see that I would love to. We didn't have school dances at my elementary school. That literally crushes my spirits. It would have been. It's probably just as well. Like, that would have. I can't even imagine the the chaos that would have ensued. The only two times that we had dances were on, like, overnight trips to other places we went on an overnight trip to Guelph University lol my alma mater um we went on an overnight trip there and there we had a dance that was when I had my first dance with a boy oh my god shout out to Dylan um and then we went on an overnight trip to Brock University the next year in grade eight and there was a dance there and I remember like I was like dancing with like my guy friends who were in like the grade younger than me and I was like (laughs) I'm the older woman like wow I'm I'm a cougar I like I was like I'm so cool I had like guy friends <laughs> it was a different time it was a different time but like no we didn't just like have them like throughout yeah. the year or anything it was like only for like on a trip <laughs> I feel like the amount that we had them is almost insane because it's almost <laughs> like I don't think we need this many like it wasn't it we definitely had them for like occasions like sure. it was like oh valentine's day oh like it's the christmas dance like we definitely had like the holidays yeah. but then there was also just like it's a wednesday i don't know there's a dance <laughs> it's like all right that's so fun but like i don't understand it cuz like you went to a catholic elementary school too right yeah yeah like I like I always just thought it was like a Catholic thing like that's why we didn't have dances but then it's like I met you and like other people that went to Catholic schools and they're like no we had school dances I was like what the hell <laughs> I don't like, know wait, I, it was missing just, out just like a beaches thing yeah I don't know it's like very maybe just because like our school is like literally so goddamn small that they're like it's gonna yeah. be 12 of you just dancing <laughs> in the gym <laughs> We can't hire a DJ for like, that. Like we it's can't, too sad. We can't justify that. <laughs> Did you have like dance-a-thons? No. I, okay. That's not where I thought you were going. I thought you were going to ask because this is what I was going to ask my follow-up question. Did you do like dance units for like physical activity? Absolutely. Hell yeah. And they haunt me almost 27 years of age. <laughs> I think about them constantly. Anytime I hear Every Time We Touch by Cascada, I am brought to such anxiety. Like, great song, horrible memory. (laughs) Isn't that the case for so many songs, though? Great Great song, song, horrible horrible memory. I also remember for a dance... (laughs) Oh, no. For a dance unit in gym... 
we had to like pair up this was when I ended up with doing um every time you touch but right. I really want to dance to Danny California <gasps> you've told me this before and I just I I don't really know what I would have done no but I was like that's the song I want that's a famously very danceable song <laughs> very danceable like what was I what was the goal getting born in the state of Mississippi, Mississippi. Okay. I want to circle back to the dance units but yes, bouncing off yes. of that point very quickly it reminded me and I I'm fairly certain I've told you this story before yes. but just like for the Get benefit for the benefit of the radio, the radio. Niles just dropped his tea <laughs> yes. um speaking of dancing to songs that like are not danceable yes when I was in sixth grade maybe around then fifth or sixth grade um me and a couple of my friends who like do you ever like look back on a time in your life and you're like was I like I don't even remember like being friends with those people yes Yes. (laughs) I I guarantee you yes but like okay so it's actually it's a person that you know too because you both like were in drama together her name was Jessica yes do yes we we had this mutual friend that like Zoe and I knew at separate points in our lives we were always meant to be (laughs) this has happened on multiple occasions it's actually very funny so anyway me and this girl Jessica and another one of our friends it's like I don't even remember like being this close with these people but like we just like I somehow got roped into doing this like mall talent show with them <laughs> which like if yes. you know anything about me yes. is like very out of character I like love it. and like this is what I don't understand because like I have such vivid memories of like going over to Jessica's house after school to like practice our routine and I was like, when was I ever doing, like, I know that it happened, but it seems so weird because I don't ever re- remember being, like, that close friends with her. Also, time, time out. Okay. 2000s, mm-hmm. very into the mall, very into holding events at the mall. Malls, had a, malls had a big moment in the they early 2000s. Whole, they <laughs> the had whole an absolute malls had in the early 2000s yeah. unbelievable mm-hmm. they had celebrities walking in there they oh, had God. model searches <laughs> talent shows <laughs> wow what a time let's bring that back I big just, mall energy big mall energy <sighs> there really is something to be said about like a mid-2000s mall moment there is so anyway I somehow got involved in participating in this mall talent show with my friend Jessica and this other girl that was in our class. And we'd go over to Jessica's house after school to like practice our routine. And also like, this is like kind of an aside, but like, it's just funny because like, again, I went to school, I went to elementary school in the beaches, which is kind of like a more affluent neighborhood in the city. And it's just like, it's a lot of kids who like think they're adults when they're like literally children, but they're like, I'm so ahead of my, I'm so wise (laughs) for my ears. Ears? I'm so wise (laughs) for my ears. I'm so wise for my years but like we'd be at Jessica's house and she'd like serve us water in martini glasses Dead. <laughs> yep and yep like, we put like grapes in them instead yep. of like olives and we'd just be like sitting there in her like really bougie kitchen like drinking our grape water three <laughs> three business women meeting for a very important yeah very important and then we'd like go out into her backyard and practice our dance routine too do you want to know what song it was to beverly hills by weezer oh again how do you dance to that song beverly hills that's where like how did we dance to that i don't don't know know, like i know that we did 
I know that I we would did. Like to see it. And so anyway, we literally went to a mall. I think it was Scarborough Town Center. Must that seems like something that they would have been doing and we like competed on the stage in front of people like this is so mortifying to think about like (laughs) there what if somebody has like footage of this i hope hello this is a call out to anyone who was alive during this time if you have video footage of this please send it horrifying and then like i don't remember like how we got there like if my mom dropped me off and then like but anyway, to get home, like, Jessica had, like, an older brother or something who drove, and so, like, he was driving us all home. But it's, like, I didn't know how to get home. <laughs> like, I was, like, a child. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, I, like, I don't know, like, why this wasn't sorted out, but, like, I just, like, assumed that, like, he, as, like, a, a somewhat adult would, like, Knew know how to, like, going. get me where I'm going. And so I remember, like, being in the car, and I was, like, I, I, I don't know if I was, like, using, like, somebody's cell phone to, like, talk to my mom and, like, get her to, like, instruct. So I could, like, relay the instruct. Anyway, I, like, eventually got home, obviously, and here today. Um, but it was just, like, what an insane experience that, like, I sometimes forget that I even had. And then I think about it. I'm like, that's horrifying. Did you take your water and great martinis to go? No, we didn't. Okay. You should have. <laughs> That would have been a nice for the ride. Oh, do you also want to know like what our like our outfits were for? Absolutely. Okay, are you ready for this? It's no. so like of the time. So it was like like head to toe TNA first of all. Absolutely. Obviously, it's Ontario. <laughs> in it's Ontario 2000s. in the two thousands. It was the TNA yoga pants that uh-huh. had like the little like colored stripe uh-huh. around like the very thin stripe. I think mine. I don't know if mine were, like, the gray ones with the black stripe. Maybe. I was borrowing them from a friend. I was borrowing them from Jessica, I think, because I certainly did not have my own pair. And then the white racerback, like, TNA, like, tank tops that were, like, that were so tight. Yep. That I was just in there, like, a little sausage. Cased. Just fully cased. And that was our ensemble. I would give you an organ. Mm-hmm. to see this video oh my god I like I would honestly be so interested to see it as well because wow <laughs> it means a lot to me and now I'm just thinking more about these <laughs> phys ed <laughs> units that they made yes. us do like phys ed isn't mortifying enough you have <sighs> to make us dance for you <laughs> dance like we're little dance. monkeys I, um yeah there's nothing like being I, like 12 or 13 years old like just like hormones raging going through puberty looking your absolute worst (laughs) just like greasy hair just like baby fat just like pimple just like there's like a whole lot going on braces in some people's case I was the lucky person that got those in high school and university um but just like no, like no one looks their best at like 13 like let's just be honest what if you danced in front of your peers (laughs) like no did no, you did you. you guys have to do ballroom? Thankfully, no, because I wouldn't be here today if that had happened. We had to do ballroom. What we did have to do, though that might equal ballroom mm-hmm. in terms of mortifying, was a scene from Oliver. <laughs> we had to sing, I'd do anything for you, dear, anything. But we had to really up the Cockney accent. And we were singing to the boys. 
and there weren't enough boys in our class so I don't we know were if we also... should be singing that to boys it was like a, a cheeky back and like i'd do anything for you that's not the message we should be sending these children. it was like we were singing to them they were singing to us but there weren't enough boys in our class so we were also singing to the male teachers <laughs> a spit tape on the pod. That was so close to just all spewing out of my mouth. I did. I took a drink at the <gasps> wrong time. That is so deeply inappropriate. So it couldn't be worse. It could not be worse. Just standing in a gym that was too small to contain all of us had mm-hmm. no business being a gym going, I'd do anything for you. Like that too, my, my phys ed teacher. <laughs> Oh, you had a male phys ed teacher? Yeah. <laughs> it oh. was just a regular, regular teacher. teacher. Yeah, I know. It was the same for also. us. Um, yeah, no, we had to do ballroom for like, we like learned like the tango and like the waltz and like shit like that, that like I have not retained, but they like paired people up by height. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like. Like, looking back on it, it's just, like, so awful. Like, you just think about, like, how, like, mean kids are. Yeah. But it's, like, there was, like, this boy in our class who was kind of, like, he was just, like, a little bit, like, dorky, I guess. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't, like, I don't know. He But, like, he was also, like, very short. And, like, I was one of the shortest girls in the class. So, of course, like, we got paired up. And I just remember being, like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. And everyone's, like, (laughs) Yeah, and everyone's, like, giggling. They're, like, oh, Logan's paired with Nick. (laughs) Oh, my God, they're in love. They're going to get married. I just remember being like, like I was like, I'm, I'm gonna die right here, right here, right I, now. <laughs> back to the cascada dance for a moment. I'm just, re- I'm remembering bits and pieces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember that the two friends that I was paired with, um, <laughs> after I couldn't find anyone who wanted to dance to Danny California, of course. <laughs> Um, they were really into, you know, that period of time in like elementary school where every girl is like really into cartwheels. Sure. They just wanted to like, (laughs) they just, I'm a fan of cartwheels, handwritten letters, my Dressing sharp, no matter the occasion. Um, and I am fat and I (laughs) could I am fat. And I was at that time as well. Mm-hmm. And I I can't do a cartwheel. Mm. So I remember being like, yeah, that's not gonna, that's not gonna work for me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but we want to do it. And I was like, cool. So what am I gonna do? They made me stand in betwixt them. Mm-hmm. And like some sort of deranged like ringmaster, <laughs> just like <laughs> I'm gonna pass out, like flail my arms, like I was controlling their cartwheels. Did you have like ribbons or no, something? Just these no. bad boys. <laughs> just these. Some sort of deranged ringmaster. Yes. Um, that's incredible. Um, this is just like unlocking so many memories for me. Um did you like did girls at your school have like a phase where it was like at recess it's like we're gonna choreograph a dance like yes. this like outside of like the dance units for gym it was just like let's choreograph a dance yes and I will raise that slightly <laughs> and say that not only did we do that but we also had auditions to be a new S club because <laughs> the old one just wasn't cutting it anymore it wasn't, it wasn't for not the new 
U.S. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. Memory unlocked. Okay. So I, I went to two different elementary schools. And so after I, like, transferred to, the, like, my newer one, I was still friends with some of the girls, like, some of my friends from the other one. And I remember, like, hanging out with them one day. It was, like, me and, like, two of them, I think. And we came up with this, <laughs> this brilliant idea that we were gonna like form a girl group. There were like yes. five. There were like five of us in total. Yeah. So like we we're like gonna like form a girl group, like all five of us. And we <laughs> we were gonna call ourselves the Space Girls. <laughs> <laughs> like yes, like the Spice Girls with just a single letter difference. <laughs> they said. You said, okay, we're going to do, like, the Hallmark movie version, <laughs> and we're just going to change it slightly. Yeah. No, we were, oh, like, we're going to be the Space Girls. Um, were you all different planet names? Like, I, one like, of you was, like, Uranus? Space. I don't even think we got that far in, like, the planning process, sadly, but I'm I'm sure that's what would have happened. Be like, uh, well, I guess you're stuck with Uranus, Spice. <laughs> What a deranged time to be alive. And I remember, like, I, I literally think it was my friend Elise, who, like, you went to school with. Again, yes. like, another person that just, like, <laughs> joins us in time. Um, I think we were over at her house, or, like, our friend Serena's. And I remember, like, whoever's house it was, they were, like, telling their dad about our brilliant idea. We're like, we're going to be the space girls. And I just remember the dad being, oh, like, just, like, giving us, like, oh, that's such a good idea. Like, good for you girls. <laughs> I just... Nothing will be more embarrassing than youth idol. And that's important for you to know. That video is probably still out there. Yeah. And I will. And I'm rest. listed as executive producer for some reason. I just executive made chicken strips. Zoe Morrison. I just made chicken strips. That's all You're I did. A media mogul, baby. Yeah. Our, my, 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 my school was full of people who thought that they were adults as well. Mm-hmm. And one of them rented the party room of my other friend's condominium <laughs> and invited people to audition mm-hmm. to Youth Idol. And the thing was, people came. People came with their parents to audition for a fake show <laughs> made by children. <laughs> this feels like a Nathan for you sketch. Like <laughs> It is. It honestly is. Like, here's the plan. <laughs> we, we set like, up a fake show and have children come audition. It's insane. Oh, I also love just, like, how creative we were with all these names. Like, Youth Idol. Yes. The new S Club. The new S Space Girls. <laughs> it's like Look, all of these things very much exist. <laughs> we were made for entertainment. And that's, oh that's the point that we're getting across. I have such a distinct memory of... Um, girls in my class choreographing a routine at recess to Cinderella by the Cheetah Girls. Uh, I don't want to be like, like Cinderella, Cinderella sitting in a dark cold dusty cellar waiting for, for somebody to come, come rescue me. me. Yeah. <laughs> very that. Very, I have such a distinct memory of that. What a weird, weird time. And then people will get, like, really defensive over things where it's mm-hmm. like, you can't choreograph at recess because we're choreographing at recess. <laughs> we simply can't all be dancers. Wait, <laughs> did you guys have, like, a special grade eight yard in your schoolyard? 
we had one big boy yard mm. we did we all two. ran together in we, chaos yeah we did too but there was like this one section that like it was basically where like the like side stairs came up to go mm. into the yard but there was like a bit of a landing at the top and it was kind of like fenced off from the rest of the schoolyard and so that was like unofficially like the grade eight area oh, yeah and so it was like it was such a big deal like by the time <laughs> I was in grade eight I was like oh we get to hang out in, like the grade eight area this is so cool <laughs> we had picnic tables that we got like later on okay in- daddy warbucks <laughs> in our journey there was there were two and they were ruined several days after we got them but that was like that was very like the grade eights will sit at those yeah, tables that's and we'll dope sit there but that's about it yeah about we had everything mm-hmm. else was just cement yeah oh my god I can't I don't know if I've like kept you in the loop on this but like a while ago I like, found my grade eight crush on Instagram just like while we're like going down like elementary school yes. like memory lane I just think this is like funny to bring up I found my crush on Instagram my old crush on Instagram and it's like really funny because he's like a tattoo artist now at like a like fairly well-known like shop yeah. here in Toronto and so I just like have been like looking at like his profile occasionally and I just like liked one of his pictures today I was just like I just want to see like let's be bold <laughs> As, like he literally has like thousands of, or like at least like a thousand followers yeah. or something. Like he's like clearly doing well for himself, but it's just so funny. I'm just like like <laughs> like remember me a little like. Oh my god! Oh, that's so it's funny. alarming. It's very like strange to look back on people that you like really liked and all my yeah. People, and just be like wow, <laughs> wow. Or then it's like the opposite too. Like people who are really awful, and you mm. see them now, and you're like yeah like you got what you deserve (laughs) literally like two guys in my school my elementary school who would like bully me and other people for being like chunky (laughs) are both now chunky and I'm like there you go (laughs) that's karma that's right (laughs) that's right yeah that's right who's chunky now still me but also you (laughs) but also you welcome to the club I love that living (laughs) for that oh I love how I was talking about content completely devolved into us oh, our minds over yeah. dancing. I kind of like that for us, though. I mean, like, <laughs> I, so, do. Like, I just, I think it's so fun. Like, I hated elementary school with a passion. Yeah. But it's really funny to reminisce about it sometimes. It is. <laughs> like, it, really it was is. an absolute nightmare, but. <laughs> I just feel like I've told you, you obviously know, like, all the stories. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like my elementary school is actually, like, a very chaotic place and like it doesn't sound real but like Mm -hmm. if I if I had told Logan the story the stories alone yeah I don't think you would have believed me but there are like people like Mora there are people who can like vouch for it and back there for things (laughs) yeah it's like yeah that did happen it's alarming what a crazy time what a crazy time it's fun it's fun to discuss (laughs) It's uh, it's character building, you know? It is. It, is. it absolutely is. I, I wouldn't be here today if I didn't learn to laugh. <laughs> Hi, guys. Just a heads up that the following conversation deals with topics such as sexual assault and may be triggering for some listeners. What's going on in the world? <laughs> Jeez. Where do we start? What things do we have? Okay. James Charles back on his nonsense. Um, <laughs> we know that. We did that. James Charles. I mean. More people. 
more miners keep coming forward and talking about how he's shocking a predator. Um, couldn't have seen that one coming. Um, Jake Paul is being yes. accused of sexual assault, to put it um, nicely. Yes. Um, so that was definitely, that was a revelation. Although that really, was, I guess it shouldn't have been. I mean, it was only a matter of, of time. Those, yeah, it's one of those things where you like, you hear about it and you're shocked because it's shocking mm-hmm. information for anyone to hear but then you're also like okay yeah I mean like it, I it, everything else was leading up to this moment yeah it kind of felt like oh I'm just surprised it like nothing came out about him sooner yeah um but yeah a girl came forward earlier this week time doesn't exist anymore no. I don't know how to differentiate it um but a girl named Justine, I think. Yes, her name. Paradise. Paradise, stunning name. Um, she came forward with a very harrowing story about yeah. um, her experience with Jake Paul. If you um, watch her video, very, very graphic yeah. description, so be warned. Yeah, definitely um, proceed with caution, proceed at your own risk. Um, yeah. But that's upsetting to say the least i guess did you see keemstar replying i truly do everything in my power to block that man out (laughs) same same but i saw like um i think it was cat who did like the insider article and david too like she retweeted it or responded to it or something but he was basically like using very like not appropriate words to be like discussing like a sexual assault like just very not like that's not actually what it was because it was not consensual (laughs) um but he was just like I just don't understand how like that is possible like there's so much you can do to like get away from that like I don't understand how that even works just like very I just really very bad like people who have never been victims of any sort of like sexual harassment or sexual assault yeah now's the time to just zip it we don't need your input okay (laughs) we we never asked for it like i'm sorry that you don't understand like the logistics of it yeah but um it's very much possible (laughs) right like are the logistics that important to you that you can't be like wow i don't understand how that could work but it's awful yeah that's exactly it like that should be your next immediate thought is I don't understand how that works but I feel horribly for the victim that that happened to them it shouldn't just be like I'm stupid and don't understand how that could work so it didn't happen so therefore (laughs) like that's not it's not the gotcha you think it is well like like literally did we not have this conversation last week where he's like well Curtis Lepore was never arrested (laughs) Like, yeah, and that's bad, Keem. (laughs) Yeah, Keem. And that's (laughs) That's bad. bad. Oh, my God. What an idiot. I, like, that man is, at his big age, you do not need to be up on Twitter. And he's a father. He has a child. Whomst is a girl. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I know this is, like, not a visual medium, but, like, I wish people could see my face right now. I wish they could, too. That news took me out. (laughs) That... I didn't know that until this video came out because all the comments and replies to it were like, 
the fact that you have a daughter is scary to me. And I was like, he has a what? Like, I'm sorry. Wait, Roll what? the tape back. What? A daughter? He a child? Who? Just a child, He's period. responsible for a human life? No. No. That's simply too frightening to understand. That doesn't sit well with me. I'm going to be honest. No. Um, some other, like, YouTube-adjacent news. Yes. Um, Dirty Dom... Oh, rapist. Yes. (laughs) Is just back on TikTok. Just making jokes. Making jokes about the situation, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. So that's an interesting choice for both him and TikTok. Definitely an interesting (laughs) choice for TikTok. I think they have a lot to answer for. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's like, oh, are we just, we're fine with giving platforms to people who have been accused of this? That's, like, the thing that I don't understand that's happening so much lately with, like, YouTube, TikTok, like, brands. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, is, are you comfortable, like, even if we're gonna remove, like, your empathy for people, like, if we're just gonna look at you as a business. Sure. Are you not concerned that that's what your like business is representing right like that should be a concern for you like i'm concerned i'm certainly concerned i just feel like these companies have a responsibility to not platform these people who are accused predators or admitted predators admitted predators in some cases like i just that's not somebody who needs a platform on YouTube or TikTok. Like yeah. they, like I'm sorry, but it's like you've lost the privilege to that if you've yeah. chosen to behave like this. And it's it's not like it's not like niche where it's like oh well maybe they wouldn't know that that's happening. Like it's stuff at this point that's like going beyond like just internet news. Like yeah. it's. There are, like, crimes being committed by people who are, like, people you trend on your platform. I just don't understand because it's, like, in the real world, and I mean, like, outside of, like, YouTube and TikTok and, like, I don't know, that internet world. yeah. It's, like, if you work for a company and you go online and say hateful shit or whatever and then your company finds out about that like you can very much get fired for not like aligning with their like values or the brand or whatever it's like you're not a good representation of that company I don't know why the same doesn't apply to YouTube or TikTok where it's just like you have people that are doing hateful things doing hurtful things saying hurtful things like just any of this stuff and you're not concerned about like that as a reflection on your brand or your company and they're like actually what I'm gonna do with this is they are making us money so I'm just gonna go ahead and put them number one on trending if that's fine with you I think that is the step I am willing to take it's like okay um interesting very interesting I I don't know I just think like having a platform is a privilege not a right yeah and I think if you do something that is heinous that platform should be taken away from you I don't think that's crazy to suggest no like I really don't think that that's some like controversial opinion to have I just think that that's like what should happen 
yeah like that should just like go without saying that like if you if you sexually assault someone you maybe shouldn't be allowed to like make money making stupid like 15 second videos on the internet exactly like Like, i I don't (laughs) i just don't think that's what we need i think it's so like i know a lot of people were obviously like ripping dom apart in the comments on like his tiktoks and like a lot of people are like you know david got canceled but like what's happening to you or like david lost everything like how come you're able to keep making videos and it's like a lot of people have made this point already but it's just like dom had nothing to lose yeah dom was like riding coattails he like doesn't have anything to take away from him like this man did not have like sponsors or like he wasn't like making like millions of dollars like david was do i think there should be consequences absolutely but it's just like people who are like oh well it's just like well (laughs) yeah david had things that you could take away from him (laughs) and also this seems to like we talk about this all the time but this seems to be something that's very hard for people to grasp on the internet and that it's like two people can be wrong at the same time mm-hmm. david did something bad and deserves to be punished for that dom did something bad and deserves to be punished for that they don't cancel each other out no exactly they it, don't they're both wrong it's like i think what happened to david is good i'm glad that he lost his sponsors i think that's like a really good lesson perhaps to him that you can't do these things and expect to get away with it and like have yeah. people be okay with it i think a good lesson to dom would be to not be on tiktok anymore <laughs> like sorry that platform's not for you that's not you don't get this you don't get to have this no that's not again privilege not a right yeah so. this just consequences for your actions yeah that's interesting <laughs> what a concept what a concept boy it's just a messy messy place it <laughs> the really internet is. it just like has been like especially chaotic recently i feel like it was just like the david dobrik of it all and the james charles which is very much like a developing situation daily it seems and then like now the jake paul of it all which oh apparently tana was like liking tweets of people like trying to discredit the girl who came forward. Oh, interesting. And I'm like, okay, Tana, I don't know Tana. if that's the fight you need to be in right now. No, I also don't know if like anyone really needs you to be <laughs> their champion. Well, and again, because it's just like, like the thing that always comes, like anytime like a man gets accused of like abusive behavior or whatever, there's always got to be that one like ex girlfriend who's just like, yeah, oh, he was fine to me. And it's like, okay. Th- that can be true absolutely <laughs> just like but <laughs> people I just wow that's something that gets me every time where it's like just because it didn't happen to you doesn't mean it didn't there's a lot of things that haven't happened to me I've never had a million dollars do I believe that people have millions of dollars yes no <laughs> they don't <laughs> they can't be true if it's never happened to me <laughs> um yeah, so I just feel like that's very much, like, where she's at right now, where it's just, like, oh, no, Jake was great when we were together in our fake marriage, and he would never do that. And it's, like, yeah, maybe he would never do it to you. Yeah. Doesn't mean he wasn't going to do it to some, you know, random girl. Like, Yeah. God, these people. <laughs> these people. Speaking of a mess, though, this is kind of, like veering away from the youtube of it all but 
I just I want to talk about Lena Dunham and her oh. exclusive yes. in- inclusive Freudian slip there her <laughs> inclusive clothing line yes. let's get into it so Lena Dunham it's been a minute period, <laughs> period Lena Dunham. end of story it's been a minute since um we've used this podcast to roast her as, as a vehicle for Lena Dunham slander um but she's she's back at it again she did a little collection with a fashion brand um I can't I I may be calling it a collection she did five pieces yeah <laughs> Calling it a collection, I think, is generous. She did maybe we could call it a capsule collection. (laughs) Even that seems generous. Some items. Um five items for this brand called Eleven Honore. Um and you know, it's supposed to be inclusive and it's for like plus size women. Um which is all great in theory, except it literally only goes up to a size 26. Mm Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, mm-hmm. are we calling that inclusive? No. <laughs> no. I forgot. Women, they can't go past the size caps. 26. It caps. Um, also, the clothes themselves. I'm looking at pictures of them right now. So Yeah, that's what I just went to Google because I was like, I have to be reminded mm-hmm. of this. So to run everyone through what the collection consists of, there is a dress. Yeah. Just a, a dress. It's cute enough, you know. Uneven uneven hem is it that one yeah it's yeah kind of looks like it's it has like a pattern on it um it's yeah that one I'm looking at it on the model the model looks cute in it it's 268 dollars um there is a blazer that has like a scalloped trim on it uh, for $298. I'm not it's sure how... navy with pinstripes. I'm not also. sure how the blazer could be more expensive than the dress, but no. okay. There is then a matching skirt to go with the blazer. Again, the scalloped edge is having a moment. The skirt is $138. There is a yellow button-down shirt. This is the, this is the one I have the biggest problem with. Because... It's just a blouse. <laughs> it's a it's a yellow button-down shirt for $128. Like you could get this at like Reitman's. Like it's not you could it's you could I, get this anywhere. Truly. The one that really gets me is the white tank top for $98. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just uh <laughs> yeah. A white tank top. For 98 American dollars. (laughs) Worth it, I'd say. So, yeah, like I said, it runs from a size 12 to a 24 or a 16 to a 26. I'm not sure. Or a 14 Mm. to a 26. Um, They say 24, but then when I was looking at the sizes, it goes to a 26. So I'm a little bit unclear on that. Um, But I just love how it's supposed to be like touted as this like inclusive clothing line. And I'm like, it's not inclusive based on sizes or based on price. Like that's, it's not, who is it inclusive to? Like, and the thing is, it's also like none of those items I look at and go like, oh, that matches like the trends right now that like skinny people are wearing. Like, that's not anything where I'm like, oh, my God, that's a good piece of clothing. No, it's like, 
the the yellow button down your right I think that really is that's the piece that like stands out as being like really out of place yes. with everything like I get it like the blazer and skirt go together you can wear the white tank top with the blazer and skirt yeah. and then the dress is fine I guess but it's like that yellow button down I'm like where do you fit into the equation Wait, like, what is that it also it it looks like it has like a different sort of like sheen or something like right here it's like shiny it looks like satiny or yeah. something yeah and then the rest of it isn't and it just like it gives me like manager of like a fast food restaurant you know how they have like a different blazer <laughs> mm-hmm. than everyone else like that's what it's giving me yeah it's just, like throw one of those name tags on it and that's just like what that is you're right like there's nothing about this that's like particularly trendy or even like I get like maybe like trendy like isn't what people are going for it's like you want like especially if you're paying like this much for something it's like you want something that's gonna be like stylish for like a long time but it's like none of these pieces are particularly like timeless like oh must have this in my wardrobe (laughs) Like, it's not doing anything for me. It's not giving what she thinks it's giving. That's and for it's sure. too much money. <laughs> like, okay, like, this is a conversation that I love to have because we talk about, like, in, like the idea of, like, inclusive fashion, which, like, mm-hmm. isn't a real thing because, let's be honest, nothing is ever going to be 100% inclusive. Like, you no. You can't make something that's going to fit every single body type on the planet. Like that's just it's not it's not possible. It's not and certainly not possible based on what brands are doing currently. Yeah. But it's like everyone wants to talk about like, oh, it's inclusive, it's inclusive. And it's like, okay, but like when you're charging um almost three hundred dollars for a blazer, that's not inclusive. And I get like people want to have the conversation about like sustainability and it's like sustainable pieces of clothing cost more money. And it's like, but that's not inclusive. No. <laughs> and it can't be. Like, it's, you're never going to have, like, quote unquote, sustainable clothing that's, like, affordable for people who don't have the money. Like, it's just, I'm sort like, that is, like, my biggest pet peeve on, like, social media now. It's, like, these, like, people who are, like, these, like, champions when it comes to like sustainable fashion and they're like if you're not buying sustainable fashion then you're trash and yeah you're killing the environment and it's like okay like I can appreciate that fast fashion is bad for the environment like as a whole I get that but some people don't have any other options yeah like sometimes that's just like what it's gonna be and I it reminds me of like we talked about this before but there was someone that we went to high school with who was very very much that kind of person and I remember one time in like our English class or something she was talking about like how she would never buy a shirt from Old Navy because like it's so cheap and like people have to make that but she was like very affluent like she had a lot of money she was always wearing designer Mm -hmm. like she would even like do like ridiculous things like swap out her like school blouse for just like a brand name like fancier white blouse so it's like yeah you're not like okay like you would never shop at old navy because of how they treat people or like whatever but like you're in a classroom of like tons of people who maybe don't have that option like yeah i just remember her like parading around with like her long champ bag everywhere and it's like yeah okay <laughs> simmer down also it's like people who shop at like aritzia let's say like 
don't kid yourself into thinking that's sustainable, babe. Like, no. (laughs) Just because something's more expensive doesn't mean it's any better for the environment or it's not utilizing, like, sweatshops. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Like, let's let's get that idea out of our heads. (laughs) Also, I saw a TikTok about this, too, but there's, like, an assumption that, like, if things are made in a different country, that's a sweatshop. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, there's sweatshops in the United States. There's sweatshops in Canada. Like, I don't know. Like, it just happens. And... Sometimes people don't have options for like things to where you need to put clothes on your body. That's the law. Like, I... yeah, like unfortunately, like clothing is not optional. Like, yeah, it's something that we have to wear on a daily basis. And, um, you know, sustainable brands generally aren't size inclusive, mm-hmm. or if they are, it's like, reformation size inclusive where again it's like they go up to what like a 24 or yeah and it's also like 500 dollars for a dress again it's crazy expensive and so it's just like yeah if you're straight sized you have more quote-unquote sustainable options but that doesn't mean you can afford to shop there yeah but then especially if you get into plus sizes where is the sustainability? Where do you want these women to shop? These men or women to shop? Yeah, like, like what, are, what are the options? Like, you tell me where I can shop and I'll go. <laughs> but and it's like, you know, you can't even go shopping at like thrift stores because all the little oh my God. top teens are buying up the thrift stores. <laughs> or they're buying things and they're like, I turned these like size 26 jeans into a four piece outfit. And it's like, okay, well, I could have like used jeans. Like someone else could have oh used jeans. <laughs> like it, uh, it's such like an infuriating conversation to have. And I'm like, yeah, if you have, if you're able to buy sustainably, yeah. but that in and of itself is not inclusive to everyone. No, like if things are available to you that are sustainable and that's an option you have, you can afford that, then then make that your responsibility to do that. Yeah. But like, don't be mad at like someone who's like poor and also like chunky <laughs> that's not their responsibility to save the environment no they don't have that option in this particular case they don't have that privilege no, to be able to is. go spend hundreds of dollars on a single blouse from reformation who by the way pretty sure they like treat their employees like garbage like didn't that come out last year i'm as, pretty like, sure so you know sustainable these, again to whomst <laughs> like these brands that are held up as like these beacons of sustainability yeah it's like okay like first of all are they really that sustainable like I'm always kind of suspicious about these claims that these companies make and then b it's like well okay so maybe reformation sustainable but like I also heard some like sketchy stuff about how they int- like treat their employees yeah. especially like black employees or employees of color so I'm just like do I really want to support a company that treats their employees like like it's just all companies are bad they're all evil that's it that's the point that's the point that's the point of them like being a capitalist is not a fun time i hate capitalism but i love stuff and that's just amen where we are that's where we are but i don't know lena dunham man that that woman moment of silence (laughs) she uh i um she gave us a break i hadn't missed her you know like it's not like 
when this story came out, I was just like, oh, Lena, so good to hear from her again. She's back. You're alive. I was just like, oh, right. Her. <laughs> her. Let's deal with that again. Um, it... She's back at it again. <laughs> I... It generally being doing something annoying. I just... I I don't know what the thought process was behind this collection. Yeah, I want to know like inspiration. Um, <laughs> why that yellow blouse? <laughs> primarily, it's. <laughs> Girl, I, d- I don't see the vision personally. No, we're not getting it. We're not getting it. And also, it only goes up to a size 26. And also, you're charging hundreds of dollars for things. There's no reason that a white tank top should be $98. $98. In no world does that make sense. And What is it made of? There is nothing special about that tank top. Like, you can get a tank top like that anywhere. Well, maybe. (laughs) God forbid. There you go. Like, literally, you can walk into a Zara, you can walk into an H&M, like, you... Like anywhere you could get a tank top that looks like yeah. that. Not everybody has $98 to spend on a plain white tank top. I'm sorry, Lena. And Dunham. I don't think anyone should. I don't think you should have $98 to spend on a tank like, top if that's, that's what you're going to spend it on. That's kind of it, though, because it's just like, okay, like even if you had like a lot of disposable income and like could pay for like pieces in this collection, it's just like, why would you like I, I don't know maybe this like makes me bad like a bad person but it's just like why would I spend $98 on something when I could get the exact same thing for like $20 that's literally it though like there's no point in that there's no reason like there are some things worth like splurging on absolutely like I don't know something like jeans or like a good quality jacket or mm-hmm. blazer or something like I get that but it's just like a white tank top that's not where I'm going to be putting my $98. Even if I was a millionaire, I don't think I'd be wanting to spend $98 on a white no, tank top. No, because that's deranged. That's just not in the cards for me. No, it shouldn't be for anyone. That's like, you don't deserve that $98 if that's how you're using it. A single white tank top. And I'm certainly not going to spend it on a single white tank top from Lena Dunham's collection. No, that's a, no, that's a crime. That's a crime. No. I don't know. I I'm I left know. I'm left speechless, like honestly, like gazing upon this yellow blazer has has really done something to me internally. I know, I just keep looking at all the various pieces and I'm like none of them. Also, like are... there's a picture of her wearing the dress. Oh, I is think. there? I think that's the dress. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And it's like, I th- I think it's meant to look like flowers. Is mm-hmm. that the pattern? But I they're just like square like leaves. Yeah. It's, I don't, I don't know about that. Are you looking at the New York Times article that they posted I'm about it? I'm looking at Vogue. Oh, okay. Because there was like a New York Times article about it. And like, I didn't read it because I was like, I simply don't care enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first picture was her in the navy blazer and matching skirt. And they're like, they were like wrinkled, 
And I was like, oh you my God, have, you can steam it. You have steamed it for your New York Times photo shoot. This is like literally wrinkly. <laughs> the um, headline of this is with her size inclusive collection, Lena Dunham introduces a new character. Ha- Who's the character? <laughs> also, wow, here she is in the blazer. Not the blazer, the blouse, the yellow blouse. <laughs> Oh, she rolled the sleeves all the way up. She rolled the sleeves up and she popped a she really a big white flower in her hair. She really styled that. <laughs> Hell yeah. This is um Oh, like many of her previous projects, the capsule began with a character. I had this early 90s Soho woman in mind, bopping through her day from one appointment to the next. Maybe she's heading to the farmer's market or having dinner with friends and has to stop by her studio. Imagining her day unwinding was huge for me because then you can feel it all come to life. I'm not seeing it. I'm going to be honest. No, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I don't see the vision, Lena. <laughs> not getting that. It didn't land. It did not transcend. (laughs) It didn't transcend. I've always been about color and pattern. The louder, the better. That's why I picked two navy blue items, a white item, a yellow blouse, and one dress with a pattern. Like, and like the dress is like such a muted color and the yellow blouse is such a, like, it's like a buttercream yellow. Like, it's so (laughs) muted. But it was... (laughs) I thought it was a black and white dress until I looked at the picture of her in it. I'm like, oh, it's like mint. Yeah, there's like some green in it. I just, wow. That's a lot. She killed it. it. (laughs) Sis, go off. Sis snapped with that one. Good job, Lena. It like they literally just all look like pieces like you could get a Riemann's, like you said. It it yeah, there's nothing like special about any of these items that make you go, like, oh my god, I really like that. Like, none of them are ugly. Like, I'm not like, oh, my God, this is the most hideous collection I've ever seen. But it's just, like, I would not spend any of the prices that they've indicated no. for those pieces. Like, I just think that that's very much something you could find um, anywhere. anywhere. And for cheaper, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I just, I thought that was so insane. <laughs> no, I'm, like, really glad we discussed that because I saw it on Twitter and I was like, we'll circle back to this at some point and then I forgot it existed. Yeah. So that's very important to me. <laughs> I mean, we can always count on Lena Dunham to um, just be absolutely wacky. <laughs> in not a good way. Not in a good way. You're not absolutely in a positive right. way. Is there anything else going on? Like, probably probably <laughs> probably do you think i can remember anything other no, than what i not this quickly <laughs> jotted down for this episode <laughs> not this time um in the meantime though don't forget to follow along with us on twitter and instagram at honestly pod or facebook.com slash honestly pod you can check out our website which is the honestly slash home don't forget the slash home it will lead you nowhere uh send us an email the honestly podcast at gmail.com for mm-hmm. to reach out let us know what you think of lena dunham's clothing collection we'd love to hear from you um 
Duh. we also have merchandise for merchandise that we do that you can we do. go to our aforementioned website and click the little merch tab or you can go to honestlypod.threadless.com go check it out see what we have to offer lots of cute stuff our wares etc etc um don't forget to rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts or wherever you listen we're also on Spotify, SoundCloud, Potable, Pocket Casts. Other places. Other places. Well, we're figuring it out as we go along. Woohoo! Um, and if you do leave us a review, don't forget to send us a screenshot of it. We'll send you some truly limited edition Honestly Bot stickers. <laughs> limb dish. And don't you forget it. The limest of dishes. We want Except them to be ours. <laughs> Also, we just made a TikTok account because we're youths. Oh, right. Also, honestly, Pod. Check, Check it us out. out. We don't have any videos up yet. We should but... repost the one that we did. I know. I rest. thought about doing that. Let's do that. that we'll have one video out. that you can go check out. Check out our first video. Um, Is that it? That's all. All right. Bye. Bye. Honestly is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media forward slash podcasts.